Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Here's a little snippet by one of the authors from the anthology. My name is Caroline Levitt, and I'm thrilled to have contributed to Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. My essay is called Sick Leave, and what I really don't have time for is not eating all the chocolate in the house. Jane Mount and Jamise Harper are the co-authors of Bibliophile Diverse Spines. Jamise is the founder and creator of Diverse Spines. Her passion for reading diversely led Jamise to create the hashtag Diverse Spines hashtag and the Diverse Spines book community on social media, which highlights literature by Black women and women of color. She is a champion for amplifying marginalized voices, and Diverse Spines has become a valuable literary resource. Along with being an avid reader, she's also a wine enthusiast and the creator of Spines and Vines, a blog dedicated to book and wine bearings. Jamise is a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and lives in the Washington, D.C. metro area. Jane Mount is the author and illustrator of Diverse Spines. 
She is an illustrator, designer, writer, and thing maker, and particularly makes many things for people who love books. She is the founder of Ideal Bookshelf and the author and illustrator of Bibliophile, an illustrated miscellany. She's also the illustrator and co-author, as I mentioned, with Jimmy Harper of Bibliophile, Diverse Spines, and My Ideal Bookshelf. She lives in a log cabin on Maui with her husband, three weird cats, and a speckled dog. Welcome, Jane and Jamise. Thanks for coming on Mom's No Time to read books to discuss Bibliophile Diverse Spines. What a gorgeous book. This is like amazing. I love this. Thank you. Are you so happy with the cover? I mean, I know, Jane, you're like the illustrator, and so, you know, you have a little uh, <laughs> inside. I'm a little biased. But, <laughs> but it's so great. It's just the cover is great. All the recommendations inside were so great. I love how you just structured the whole thing with like book influencer recommendations and bookstores that you loved and classics and essays and, you know, all different types for everybody who could possibly like a particular type of book. So this is like fabulous. Just loved it. Anyway. You know how when you go into your favorite independent bookstore and there's little shelf talkers all around the bookstore recommending different books that you might like, that's sort of what we're trying to go for in book form so that you get the perfect recommendation for wherever you are and whatever you need at that time, you know? I love that. Yes. Uh, And not wanting to leave any topic out, even for the middle grade and for the children. That's right. Those were great too. I felt like I I wanted to send you guys a list of like the many books in here that I've had on the authors I've had on my podcast, because there's so many that I've loved and gotten to know over time. So I was so excited every time I saw somebody in here. Yes. And I've done a lot of the children's books too. And like Tammy Charles's book. And Mm -hmm. of course now I'm blanking on every, every name, but (laughs) that's how it goes. (laughs) Right. I mean, I like, you know, it's like, it's been two hours since I was last prepping this book and now already I've forgotten everything, but there's there's a lot in there. It's okay. (laughs) No, but there's a lot of overlap in, in what I've been covering. So that's, that's fantastic. So how did you two team up to do this project? (laughs) I'll let Jane. (laughs) Well, let me preface it by saying we've still never met in person. We have not. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) We're hoping to for the book, the official book launch. That'll be the first time we meet, I think. So I knew Jamise from Instagram. She's a very well-known bookstagrammer and I'm, you know, peripherally in that crowd. And then a couple Christmases ago, 2019, I think Christmas? 18. 18. Wow. Okay. Jamise, I got an order for a custom mug with a set of books on it and it was an amazing set of books. And I, it was actually ordered by Jamise's son for her for a Christmas present. I didn't know that at the time, but I thought, wow, this is a great set of books. And then once she received it, she was so excited. She posted it out on Instagram. And then she and I both immediately got flooded with people asking to buy that mug. Like, please, I need that mug. That's the perfect mug, you know. And the mug was actually full of books she had recommended in her Diverse Spines program. So it was just a great little synergy. So I we made other mugs and people bought them. And then, let's see, a little over a year ago or maybe more. Yeah, a little over a year ago. It was like June. 2020? June? Okay, yeah. I will never forget because I thought you DM'd the wrong person. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, so I was, I had been talking with my agent and my publisher about doing another bibliophile-like book, but with a focus on a certain area, and we wanted to do one with all different kinds of diverse reads. And But I did not feel that I should do that on my own. I wanted someone who really knew a lot about it to work with, to co-author it with. And so I thought of Jamise and I DM'd her on Instagram. And yes, she thought I was DMing the wrong person, but no, of course not. And and 
yeah, she said yes. And we basically spent the last year on Zoom. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I literally replied back. I said, are you sure you have the right person? <laughs> and she, <laughs> she said, yes. And I was like, okay, wait a second. Like, really? Like, you know, Jane is like uber famous. Everyone knows her work. And I just thought, clearly she has the wrong person. She, and then we talked about it. And then I talked to a couple of my friends, you know, close confidants, one being Tayari Jones. Oh yeah. Who wrote American Marriage. Which I love. And it was just such a great opportunity. And I felt so honored just to be asked. And it, it's, it's been great. It, the whole collaboration, the late hours, the time. Difference. I didn't warn her how much work it was. She did not. I don't think she quite believed me on that because the you know, we were trying to do it in a pretty short timeline for this kind of book. So it was intense. There were, there were a lot of jokes in here about the timeline. So I got the sense yeah. that you had it being yeah. very, very rushed. <laughs> yes. And where are you two based in the, like, how far apart where are you both in the world? <laughs> that's the, that's what the challenge. Yeah. I'm on the East Coast. I'm, in, I'm near Washington, D.C. And I'm in on Maui in Hawaii. Well, that would pose a challenge for almost everybody. Yes. Yeah. So it's early here. I'm still drinking coffee this morning. And yeah, it was about six hour time difference usually. Wow. But it helped because I'm a night owl, so I could do late. And I'm not. So that's perfect. It worked out perfect. Mm -hmm. I think I might need to move to Hawaii and maybe that would, uh, (laughs) I do much better in the morning. So (laughs) for many reasons, that would be nice. That sounds great. So Jane, how did you get your start, you know, finding that books were kind of your niche is like this amazing thing to, and how do you, how do you create these? I don't even own the terminology for the different artwork styles because this is- I, so many years ago, I lived in New York for a long time. And at one point way back, like 2007 or eight, I had had a studio space where I would paint larger things in addition to having a day job working on internet stuff, basically. And I, they were selling the building, so I lost it. So I, and my husband and I had just bought a tiny apartment, as all most New York apartments are in the East Village. And I was sitting at our dining room table, which was also in the living room and in the everything room, and being really stuck on what should I paint next. And I, because I had, was not used to working small and I had to at the table. So right next to me were my, our, our built-in bookshelves. And I thought, well, I'll just draw some books because they're really pretty colors. They're right here. I love books. You know, why not? And I drew a few of them and a friend of my husband's happened to come over that day and he saw what I was doing. He's like, oh my God, what are those? I want to buy all of those right now. And I don't know. I don't know if you know, but as a painter, that rarely happens. You know, <laughs> I'm aware. I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> people don't usually respond quite so viscerally to artwork, you know. And so I was like, okay, there's something to this. So I kept going and painting friends' books as they lay on their shelves, kind of like a dinner party warrior, you know, seeing what people choose to show on their shelves. And then after a year or so, I realized it was actually much more interesting to ask people, what are the books that made you who you are? What are your favorites? What are the ones that changed your life? And when you get a set of those, it basically is like a portrait of the person from the inside. It really shows who they are. And, you know, sometimes they choose ones from when, you know, from birth on. So you can sort of see the, the path they took along the way in some sense. And so... I found that was really fascinating and basically just took that idea and ran with it. And I, one thing I know is not surprising to either of you and maybe shouldn't have been to me as a heavy reader, but people really, really love books, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and 
I, yeah. And I think, I think in this day and age, when a lot of people read on e-readers or things like that, it's, it's great to have a visual reminder of your favorite books in case you don't have them on your bookshelves or just in addition to having them on your bookshelves. So it's done really well. And I, so I paint them generally paint in gouache, which is a kind of watercolor, opaque watercolor. And then I also make prints from them, like custom prints. So you could say here, here, these are my 10 favorite books. And I would put a print together just for you. We have to do that, by the way. When, yeah, how, how do yeah, I yeah. sign How do I, I sign up for that? <laughs> yeah. Just send me an email. Okay. We'll, we'll set it up. <laughs> I actually, I have this memoir coming out in July and it was originally called the book messenger, but I think I'm changing the name of it. Huh. But in every chapter, I always talk about all the books I was reading at different points in my life. Awesome. Yeah. So then exactly. I was like, Ooh, what if you did like a whole thing of like all the books that kind of like made me totally. me over the years, you know, but anyway, it'd be great. Now I'm just yeah, turning this exactly. all about me. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's the great thing about it. It really, I mean, even if you don't ever order a custom print, if you just make for yourself a list of the 10 books that have been most important to you, it's really hard, first of all, to, to narrow it down to 10, for instance. And it's also really, really enlightening about yourself, you know, to figure out. Have either of you done that? Have either of you picked the 10? I've done it, but it still changes all the time. Exactly. So. <laughs> Mine changes, a lot, but I have done it. I have the constant three that always end up on there. Which but ones? I, definitely, I know why the cage bird sings, mm -hmm. the warmth of other suns, and homegoing. How about you, Jane? I would say probably most affecting me. Mine are a little more, I would say probably American Gods by Neil Gaiman, uh, Cloud Atlas by David Mitchell, and I'd probably go with Pachinko by Minjin Lee. That was really Very good. Well. Yeah. but. I mean, that's a hard question. Ask me tomorrow. It'll be three different ones. I'm not quite as, you know, Jamise always has her three. Mine, mine is really, mine fluctuates. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have to think about mine. Come on. Let's give us one. That would be I usually always say slow motion by Danny Shapiro. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like anything by Anna Quinlan, like especially her early, mm -hmm. earlier stuff. Now I, I actually got to paint an ideal bookshelf for her once. Her, yeah, her, uh, yeah. Oh, a long time ago. So yeah. Cool. But I have to say my reading volume has like, I don't even quadrupled is not even the beginning. I mean, the amount that I've been able to read the last few years has totally changed, you know, some of the things that I'm interested in. Like I've, it's just been amazing to read. And that's why a book like this is like so perfect because I have learned so much from diverse voices, all different types of books. Not that I didn't read them before, but like it's much more conscious like and amazing. So I, I just have like this newfound appreciation for, you know, in the way that I like to alternate kind of genres, right? Like, you know, when like you read a really great novel and then maybe next you need some sort of self-help or parenting or you know, like being able to rotate through different people's lived experiences is like second to none. It's just, anyway, it's just amazing. That sounds ridiculous. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it no, sounds like so is... superficial, but I, but I don't mean it that way at all. I mean, like, I feel like I've gotten to know so many people over the last couple of years and, you know, my, it's, it's just changed my worldview. That's all as a book, as a great book should. Yeah, that's what it's uh, the magic of books. Yeah, and especially diverse books hearing from marginalized voices, it definitely expands your awareness. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I just read, I don't know if you've read it yet, it's 15 Essays from the Latinx Diaspora. It's a really great book called All the Louding Voices. Anyway, that was amazing. And each essay, right? Like, and that was what the editor of that collection was saying, like, has completely, obviously completely different point of view and experience. And and the, her point is like, people think that the Latinx experience is the same, but no, like all, you know, that's so, how could you possibly make some mass generalization like that, right? It's all the different stories, just like anybody you pass on the street. We all have such different stories and yet we have the shared humanity and and sometimes it takes hearing the, the intimate details of someone else's story to remind people when there's like so much divisiveness. So I think there's nothing more effective than a story. And that's why I loved hearing some new recommendations that I hadn't heard of. So I'm excited. I mean, I think what's amazing about reading books that are from a different perspective than the one you grew up in is that you both get to see how different people live, but also how fundamentally the same people live. And, and you find differences in it and things that are the same across all different people from all different places. And I think, yeah, I agree. It really makes you realize that the way we try to divide ourselves is ridiculous, you know, right. I think in many ways. And and we should be embracing all of the stories from everyone. Yeah. I mean, at the core, we all love the people we love and want to make the best of life and have the same. I mean, anyway, this I'm sounding so ridiculous today. I, I hope you know that. What I'm trying to say, and that I'm not being overly simplistic, but everybody, it's interesting when at your core, we all know that we have everything is the same. It's so obvious, right? But then people get caught up in what must be differences when, in fact, you know, our experiences may be different, but not just across races, across everything, right? Religions and genders and everything. But I don't know. It can be distracting from the real shared stuff. And now I'll stop because I'm sounding like a moron today. Tell me more about this book. How long was this really short timeline that you had to work on it? And do you have plans to do another book together or things separately after? <laughs> to me, so I'll let you answer that one. Oh, uh, we started in July. Yeah. Uh, this July? No. 2020. No, no. I was like, that last is summer. superhuman. No, last summer. <laughs> and then we had to have the manuscript in by December. 
before Christmas. I think the very final version. I think our original deadline for it was October, and then we had everything edited yeah. and everything else by December. And then Jane had, had to paint, all, though. She had I had to, to do paint. all the illustrations then. Was, by yeah. Paper. Which was a lot. Yeah. And then a lot of editing back and forth. That was a process. That was, it was a complete learning process for me because I've never written a book before. So I had never even dreamed of writing a book. So <laughs> Jane put me on this path and it's been wonderful, but it, I've, it's also been a learning experience. I'm glad that I went on it with her because it was such a good vibe and she has such good energy. So it was easy for us to work together, even though we didn't even, we never even literally seen each other's faces until we decided to do the book together. It was amazingly easy to work together. I mean, I've worked on co-authored a different book and uh, yeah, it was amazingly easy to work together. We got along. We have, I think, a very, in terms of how we saw the book and what should be in it and that kind of thing, I think we were very much on the same page, but we brought different kinds of books we love to it. For instance, I love cookbooks and Jamise does not cook. So, (laughs) you know, there were different, different areas that each of us, you know, and historical fiction is absolutely her favorite, which I like too, but she was for sure an expert in historical fiction. So it was great to have different, you know, us bringing different books to the table that we we, we were in. And we got to learn about, you know, we got to learn about one another, you know, families and then childhood, college. And then we talked a lot about the books that we read. Mm -hmm. So you you definitely learn about people when you're discussing, you know, it's true, book people are the best people. So when we're talking about the books we love, how they impacted us, it was just a great experience. I love that. And Jamise, what did you think you were going to be doing? I know you have this like majorly successful Instagram and all the rest, but what, what did you think would have happened? So <laughs> my day job is very stressful. So I knew that I was going to have to maintain the, you know, what I needed to do for this book, you know, co-author, write research, lots of research. Yeah. I was going to say there's so many like interview, you must've had to reach out to so many people. That was another thing. Yeah. Reaching out to people that are featured in the book. That was a that was a big haul. Yeah. And they were, but the, the great thing was everybody was so positive. It was yes. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, because of Bookstagram and because, you know, Instagram having relationships with the people, it was easy to reach out to them because we, in one way or another, we all have a relationship with the people that we reached out to. So that was very helpful, you know, just having a human contact with people, talking to them, having interviewed them, Jane having drawn for them in the past, just, it was a good connection. So I kind of knew what my assignment was. It just was a matter of balancing it all with having a full-time job. So my days were very long, but it was worth it. It it really was worth it. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Did you take, did either of you take prints? Like, did you make any prints of just one or like some of the spines or some of the images i mean do you know like do you have any of these framed now the individual drawings i mean i'm I'm open to anything that she wants to send me (laughs) right i mean (laughs) you know like this is i mean she have like a whole wall of like some of the that's so cool yeah they're so pretty totally yeah Yeah. i want one are you saying you have not gifted jamise any of these (laughs) she's gifted me so much what on earth Honestly, I have been basically in recovery mode and, and just doing only the work I really have to do. I, oh, I'm trying man. to, I was a little burnt out at the end. I'm recovering. But yeah, I, believe me, she can have friends but of all the But she did give me something last Christmas. I mean, it was like right in the height of us working on everything. And I got a package and I did not, you know, I was like, what is this? And it was a mug with all of the books that Diverse Spines has read in the past couple of years. And I thought it was just such oh, wow. a sweet thing. So now I have that one and I have the one that my son gave me. But the initial mug that when my son custom ordered that, I just, I was overwhelmed. And I literally 
every time I drink out of it or look at it, I just think that was my connection. I mean, he paid attention, but then that was yeah. my connection to Jane as well. And he was young. He was in, he, he's still in his 20s. He's only 24 now. So that was what, a couple of years ago. He was very young. My son gave me a clipboard. I, I mean, what kind of, you have like the most thoughtful son ever. I literally got like a, cl- a clipboard from Amazon or something. And he gave it to me with such pride. And I was like, okay. And then my daughter was like, oh, I'll take that. And next thing you know, I didn't even have a gift. So I was like, okay, great. <laughs> he still talks about it. He says, I cannot believe how that just blew up. He said, I didn't realize people were that crazy for books. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think that's what's every year around the holidays, people order custom prints for other people as a gift. And right after Christmas, I always get several emails that are just the cutest things ever, you know, where people are like, oh my God, I gave this to my loved one and they cried, you know, because it's not just that it's pictures of their books. It's that the person who commissioned me to do it really went out of their way to figure out what that person's books were and usually had to ask them in some roundabout way, some weird thing, so they wouldn't know what was happening and have a whole conversation about favorite books. So they had a discussion about it. The person wrote down the list, remembered it, and then ordered something from it. It's a very special thing. I mean, it, you know, the person who gives that is just very thoughtful, very loves you for sure. You know, I think that's what's amazing about it. Well, I want to do some sort of like giveaway or something when this, when, what is the, when does this come out? I'm sure I'll have uh, November 2nd, November 2nd. All right. Well, yeah. I want to do some. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. We can give away a custom print. That would be awesome. Oh, a custom print. Even better. Great. Okay. Yeah. I meant the book, but that's fine. You know, print. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we can do both. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's great for any bookish people out there and which is basically most people listening to this right now. So that works out really well. <laughs> what are you reading right now? And then I'm going to ask for, you know, any inspiring advice for aspiring authors, if you happen to have any. I just finished the love songs of W. So good. It's so good. It's so good. I highly, highly recommend it. It's so good. The audiobook is great. So that's what I just finished. Yeah. You can listen to my podcast with Honoré. I, I am. I just, yeah. There you go. just talked to her last week. So yeah, I love her. She's yeah, so she's nice. awesome. She's so nice. How about you, Jane? I just finished Casey McQuiston's new book, Last Stop. I'm blanking on the title and I don't have it in front of me. Sorry. One Last Stop? One Last Stop. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I got to paint the covers of her books, that one and Red, White and Royal Blue for her. And it's great. It's very, you know, it's, it's a romance. It's, it's really adorable. So highly recommend it. And now I'm reading David Mitchell's Utopia Avenue, which I also like a lot, but is in sort of the slightly in the sci-fi realm that <laughs> again is my gym, but not so much Denise's. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So advice for aspiring authors or aspiring artists. I'll let you go through, Jamise, you count. It counts. I know. You wrote a book. I wrote a book and I just don't even know what to say about that. (laughs) Other than if you are an aspiring writer, yeah, go after your dreams. Don't give up. You know, I just, because I can't say that I was ever aspiring to write, but being in the, being now in this place, I would say it's extremely difficult and I can see how it could be discouraging. But if it's something that you truly believe in and you're passionate about it, just don't ever give up. Just don't give up on your dreams. Yeah. That. Stay faithful to your craft. Yeah. I mean, I would, for authors or illustrators, I would say exactly the same. I mean, I, I think as someone who has always drawn, I had a whole career for a long time doing internet 
things long before I became a full-time illustrator. And all I can say is I, you just got to keep going, just keep going, just keep drawing, just keep getting the jobs here and there until they're not here and there until they're your full-time job. I mean, I know it's not, it's not as instant as we all wish it would be like to become the thing you dream of being. And anyone who you think was an overnight success was absolutely not. They put in a ton of work. I mean, everybody puts in a ton of work into the things they love and you you have to, to get to that point. So just keep going, keep, keep fighting it. it. It'll happen. It'll come. Love it. This is great. I'm just going to replay this a lot. Yeah. This is very <laughs> encouraging. Excellent. Well, well, I mean, it sounds like you, I mean, you have a, a memoir coming out and a publishing and that's awesome. Come on. I mean, you're, you're doing it. <laughs> I know, but this is like maybe my 900th podcast or something. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not, it's not an overnight. I know. I, like every day, all day long reading and talking to people. I love it though. It never feels like work. I mean, like you, I mean, I just, I love books. I love power of reading. I love the magic of it. My kids don't like to read that much. I'm like, you don't understand. Mine don't either. Like, how can you not like this? But you do have to have that sort of attention span that I feel like is basically gone. But I don't know, for me, it's it's like life-saving. It's the only way to get out of my own crazy mind, right? Day. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have to like totally. people work out every day. I have to read every day. That's a, yeah. that's a great way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I do not, I've not been working out every day at all. <laughs> yeah. I would look a lot different if I was working out every day instead of reading every day, but instead I have a big bookshelf and bigger clothes. So there you go. Trade-offs. <laughs> Anyway. All right. Well, thank you ladies so much. It was really a joy to talk to you. I love this book. It's so important and so beautiful and it's great. And I love the recommendations and just the way you structured it was really great. And all of it was awesome. So i um, delighted to have it in my hand. I feel very lucky. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you I'm so much. honored you like it that much. It's great. Right. Okay. Well, take care. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 